the lord jesus makes us new creations this is something no man or religion can do for us he changes us at the very core of our being gives us a new identity and the power to live victorious lives all right let's pray and uh, we'll spend some time in the word of god this morning uh, before we go ahead father we just thank you that we could be here and worship you and honor you and even as we listen lord to your word speak to our hearts speak to every life encourage every heart here this morning we pray in jesus name amen amen i want to speak to us this morning very very uh simply on a, on a message that's um pretty well known to many of us who've been attending church on the new life that we have in christ the fact that jesus christ makes all things new that jesus makes all things new you know there are so many of us uh so many people in fact in the world who are looking for change i need to reach a point in life where something in my life is going to change i want to become a new person i'm tired of the way things are i'm tired of uh the way things have been going on in my life i need to have experience a change and we have this amazing truth in the bible that the lord jesus christ makes all things new the bible tells us and this is a very familiar verse for those who've been to church often in second corinthians 5 verse 17 and 18 if anyone is in christ he is a new creation new creature all things have passed away all things have become new and all things are of god now notice it says if anyone so you don't have to be born a christian you don't have to be born in church if anyone is in christ it doesn't matter who you are it doesn't matter what your background is God's not looking at anything concerning your natural identity. If anyone is in Christ, if anyone comes into Christ, you have the opportunity to become a brand new person, a new creation. So here's the answer for every person who's looking for change, who's every person is looking to become something new, to have a change in their lives. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. all things pass away all things become new and what is this it says you know all things pass away everything concerning my old are severed they cut off and 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 that's something only god can do amen isn't it wonderful to step into a place where you are totally cut off from everything that's old that that you say look i don't want this anymore in my life jesus christ says i can do that for you all things pass away all things become new and it says all things are of god because now when you come into this life that is in christ everything is of god it's there is nothing of human effort nothing of human origin it's all of god amen and this is so different from what the world may have to offer a philosopher a great teacher what what they have to offer 
They may say, you know, come on, you begin to think like this, you begin to change your way of thinking, you embrace this new uh, a lifestyle, this new philosophy, whatever, and, and, and as you work yourself through it, you might improve yourself. Now that's not what Jesus is offering us. He's saying, I will make you a brand new creation. All old things will pass away. All things will become new and all things are of God. They're not of yourself. They're not of human origin. They're not a work of your own flesh. They're not the product of your human effort. They are from God. All things are of God. What an invitation. If anyone is in Christ. I want to talk very briefly about this new creation. When you come into Jesus Christ. When we come into Christ. And he says I make you a new creation. I make you a brand new person. And I can take away the old. And, I, and everything is in, in you is of God. What is he talking about? What is this transformation? What is this change? What is this new life about? And that's what I want to focus on this morning. Uh, and just highlight some of these new things that is ours uh, when we come into Christ. Now each one of us, when we come into Christ and experience this new creation life, we must understand it's a work that God does at the very core of our being. He does it in our spirits. So it's not an outward change. It's not an outside change. It's not something that he does on the outside, the external. Just a little makeover here. You know, color your hair or something. Or <laughs> it's not an external thing. He changes you and me at the very core of our being, in our spirit. And in our spirit is where this new creation life begins to work. It's where he gives us what, what we say, all things are of God. That's imparted to us in, our, in the very core of our being, in our spirit. And from there, change begins to affect our mind and our body. Because all permanent change comes from within you. External change can only last for some time. You lock a criminal in a prison, there is no guarantee. When you let him out, he'll be changed. He may go out and do the same thing. So, trying to force change from the outside is only temporal. But all permanent change comes from deep within, from inside you, from the very core of your being. And that's where Jesus promises or Jesus does his work. He changes us in the, in the very core of our being in, our, in a man. And here are a few things that the Lord Jesus does for us. He gives us a brand new nature. Man by default is born with a sinful nature as we mentioned last Sunday. By default we are born with sin in the core of our being. We are sinful by nature. Nobody needs to teach us how to lie. We just learn it automatically. Nobody needs to teach us how to cheat. Nobody needs to teach us how to work our way through even if it means doing something wrong. It's innate to us. We are born in sin. For by one man sin entered the world and death through sin and death passed upon all because all have sinned is what the Bible says. So we are born in sin and in our nature we are sinful. So when Jesus Christ makes us a new creation, what does he do? He changes our very nature. No philosopher can do that. No counselor can do that. No preacher can do that. Only Jesus Christ can. Jesus changes our very nature, the very core of our being. The Bible says, and I'm just giving one verse of scripture here in Ephesians 4 verse 24. It says, put on the new man. This is talking about this new creation man that we've become on the inside. He says, 
put on the new man which is created according to God or created in the image of God in true righteousness and holiness. This new creation man that's inside you is in the image of God and it's created in true righteousness and holiness. The very essence of this new man is righteousness and holiness. It is the very nature of God inside you. So when you are born again, when you become a new creation, when, when you let Jesus make you a new person, what does he do? He gives you a new nature. If you want to say it like this, he gives you a new DNA. He changes you. The very core of your being. No one else can do that. The second thing that the Lord does for us when we become a new creation is he gives us a new identity, a new you, a new standing. A new identity. Now I like to use this little illustration here of a street kid. Imagine a street kid out on the streets. An abandoned child growing up on the streets, living on the streets. Homeless, probably the only clothes he has are the ones he's wearing. Every day he wakes up and it's a fight for survival. And he's unsure of where he's going to get his next meal. His whole life is uncertain. He has to fight for survival. But let's say this street kid is now adopted by a rich man. A rich man comes and takes him in. Gives him brand new clothes and says, you're now my son. You, this, this, whole, this home is yours. We're living here. Everything in this home, the food, uh, you have access to it all. What happens to the street kid? He gets a brand new identity. He carries the name Of the one who has adopted him. Everything about his life is changed. Because of this one act of adoption. Of bringing him from where he was. Into a totally new world. And that's what God has done for you and me. He took you and me out of the place of. Out of the mire of sin. Where we were. And he adopted us as his own. Our identity has been totally changed. Amen. That's what the Bible says here in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 4. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. And verse 5. Having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will. So God chose us in in him before the foundation of the world to be holy and without blame covered by his love when you are in Christ and you become a new creation what happens you now stand before God holy and without blame now contrast this with human efforts to become holy and without blame in the eyes of God every person is trying their best To come to a place where they have a clear conscience and where they think they are holy and without blame before God. So that's why people do penance. That's why they go on pilgrimages. That's why they do all kinds of things, sacrifices and all kinds of things. Why? Because somehow we want to bring ourselves into a place before God where we think our sins have been amended for, our sins have been paid for and they're taken care of and that we can stand before God with a sense of righteousness and and, and no guilt or shame. 
But think about what the Bible says. The Bible says that God chooses us in Christ to be holy and without blame. That means all we have to do is to come and become this new creation and come into Christ. And when we do that, we become holy and without blame. He gives us that standing. We don't have to earn it. We don't have to try and achieve it. He just gives it to us. We just receive it. Of being holy and without blame. Which means... I don't have to try and depend on my spiritual sacrifices and my spiritual works to try and make my way into this place of being holy and without blame before God. Rather, God gives it to me. God gives it to you in Jesus Christ. He says, look, this is yours. I make you a brand new person. I adopt you into my family. And in my family, I declare that you are holy and without blame, covered by my love. Amen? So as a new creation, that's your new identity. You're adopted into God's family and you stand before God, holy and without blame. The Bible tells us in Romans 5 verse 1 and 2 that we have been justified by faith and we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. We have been justified by faith and we stand before God. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So imagine this coming to a place where you're justified before God. You stand before God without any sense of guilt, shame or condemnation. You're justified in his eyes and you have peace with God. Now so many people think that God is angry with them. You go and ask anybody out on the street. Think like, man, today I did this thing wrong. I think God's really mad at me. Everything is going wrong. And they feel that way. But as a new creation, you have a new identity. But the Bible says, you have peace with God. God's not mad about you. He's glad that you're part of his family. You have peace with God. And so as a child of God, you relate to him based on the fact that you have this identity before him, you are holy and without blame, and that you stand before him justified and you have peace with him. The interesting thing is this. The interesting thing is that the Bible says all this was done before the foundation of the world. Meaning, even before God created his work, he finished his work. Even before God created the world, he completely changed. He, the end was completed before the beginning began in him. And in him, even before the foundation of the world, even before the world was created, he determined that he would have a people who would stand before him holy and without blame. And you were numbered in that. He saw the end from the beginning and he wrote your name in the book of life. The book of life existed even before he created this world. And your name was written in it. Because he saw the end from the beginning. He wrote it down. Everything was finished before he began. Before the foundation of the world. He chose us in him. That we should be holy and without blame. Meaning he just knew it all. And he wrote it down. This was God's plan. Before the world began. That we should be holy in his eyes. 
The third thing we see here as, as Jesus makes all things new is that he gives us a new way of living. You know, how many people, time and time again, you hear of these stories of people who come to Jesus Christ and say, Lord Jesus, I, come, I ask you to make me a new creation. And then suddenly, the very things that we control them, the sins that held them in bondage, uh, the, the, the thing that, that controlled them began to fall off their lives. And you can't explain it. They didn't go through some, you know, a, a, a great de-addiction program or something like that. It was just a one-step plan out of darkness and into light. And then everything changed. Sins ch- began to fall away. Uh, uh, maybe they used to curse all the time. And suddenly they just, that was no longer a part of their vocabulary. They're just not there. They just didn't want to do it. It just changed. So the third thing that Jesus does to us as he makes us new creation is he gives us a new way of living. Now again, I want to emphasize, it's not because he says, come on, follow these new rules. Stop chewing pan, you know, and stop cursing. Stop using bad language. It's not about that. What does he do when he makes us a new creation? He takes out the old sinful man. The Bible calls it the old man. And he imparts his very nature into our lives. The Bible says, for instance, in Romans 6 and verse 6 and 7, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin or the power of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. For he who has died is freed from sin. It says, he, the old man is crucified with him. The, the old sinful nature is put to death. It's brought to an end. So that it can no longer hold us in bondage and we are free from sin. He gives us a brand new way of living. And as Paul writes there in Ephesians 4, he says, put on this new man. Ephesians 4.24 onwards. Put on this new man, which is created according to God in righteousness and true holiness. And what's going to happen when you put on this new man? Your lifestyle is going to change. And he begins to list some of these things. He says in verse 25, Therefore putting away lying, let each one of you speak truth to his neighbor, for we are members one of another. So what happens? When you become this new person, your, your language changes. The way you speak, you, you stop lying. And lying is no longer a part of you. You say, no, that's not part of me. Why? Because I'm letting this new creation man begin to affect the way I live. Verse 26, be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath. Verse 27, nor give place to the devil. Verse 28, let him who stole steal no longer, but let him labor working with his hands what is good, that he may have something to give to whom has need. Verse 29, let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth. But what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. Verse 30, and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you are sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. So what's happening? This new creation that I become on the inside, this new creation Jesus makes you on the inside, begins to change you on the outside. 
It begins to change the way you live, a new way of living. Amen? So this change comes from the inside out. It's not something that God is forcing on us from outside in, but it's an inner change that begins to reflect on the way we live life. And the last thing I want to talk about here, about Jesus making all things new, is that he gives us a new sense of authority in life. In Romans chapter 5 and verse 17, it says, If by one man's offense, death reigned through one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through Jesus Christ. Those who receive abundance of grace will reign in life. They will dominate. They will reign in life through Jesus Christ. So this new identity, this new life that we have in Christ gives us the authority, the ability to dominate, to have authority in life, to reign in life. It says in another place in 1 John chapter 5, verse 1, whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And then it says in verse 4, whoever, believe, whoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Whoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So, this new life in Christ, it gives us a new nature, a new identity, a new way of living, and a new authority. Amen? I want to call our worship team up here this morning. I don't know why, but this morning has been the most difficult Sunday to preach. Everyone's been asleep or something. We've got to stir ourselves up. It's been really, really hard. Come on. Something has to be done. Honestly, this is probably the most difficult Sunday this whole year. It's been really hard. Something has to change. Come on, let's stand up to our feet. We're going to pray, worship God. We're going to worship God and just change the the spiritual setting here. Something's got to change. Are you all feeling sleepy or what? <clears throat> thank you, Lord. I just want you to just thank the Lord for this new life you have in Christ. And I want you to thank Him. Say, Lord, I just thank you. I'm a new creation. I thank you, God. Thank you. Come on. Just everybody, stir yourself up this morning. I know it's, I don't know what's wrong, but just stir yourself up in the spirit. You've got to change this. You've got to change this. You've got to change this. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Spirit of the Sovereign Lord, come and make your presence known. Let's sing that.
Father, you said, as surely as I live, the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. And God, you want your glory to be seen upon your people. You want your glory to be revealed upon your people, God. For you said, arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Though darkness cover the earth and deep darkness the people, yet the Lord shall arise upon you and his glory will be seen upon you, God. Lord, we want to be a people where the glory of the Lord is seen. Oh God, the church is not dry and pouring, but the glory of the Lord is among us. That the glory of the Lord is risen amongst us. Lord God, we ask for the glory of the Lord to be revealed. We ask for the glory of the Lord to rise among us. May the glory of the Lord rise among us. Let the weight of your glory cover us. Let the light of your 
your glory rise so that truly God will be a people where the glory of the Lord is revealed and made known and manifested let the glory of the Lord rise among us let the glory of the Lord rise among us let the glory of the Lord
just want your glory to be seen. We want your glory to be seen, your greatness to be seen, God. your power to be revealed, God. for lives to be saved, for, for the sick to be healed, for people to be delivered, for our city to be changed, God. We want your glory, your glory to rise, your glory to be seen upon us as a people. We thank you, God. We just thank you.
close this morning. Just want to give an invitation. Is anyone here? You want to become a new creation in Jesus Christ. The Bible says, as we, as we heard earlier, if anyone is in Christ, he or she becomes a new creation. He changes us at the very core of our being. He gives us a new nature. He gives us a new identity. He gives us a new name. He gives us a new way of living. He gives us new authority in life. He changes us at the very core of our being. He makes us a new creation. He makes us sons and daughters of God. He wipes our sins away. All things pass away. Everything becomes new. Is there anyone here this morning? You would like to become a new creation. That you've never had this experience before. You've never asked the Lord Jesus to come in and make you a new creation. Never done it before. But you'd like to do that this morning. Just want to lead you in a simple prayer. It's not the work of a man. It's the work which the Lord Jesus does. It's just your invitation to Him. It's just saying, Jesus, come, make me a new creation. So I'm going to lead you in a simple prayer. And right where you are, as you pray, the Lord Jesus Christ will do this for you. It's not the work of a man. I cannot explain it with my words. But I know that He does it because He promised it. His word promises it. So would you like to pray this prayer with me? Just follow me in this prayer. Is anyone here? You've never done this before. Would you say this with me please? Lord Jesus, come into my life. Make me a new creation. Give me this new nature. Forgive my sins. Let the old pass away. Let all things become new. Come into my life. Be my savior. And from this day, help me to follow you. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Anybody here, you prayed this prayer with me for the very first time. Could you put your hand up, please? Anybody here, just wonderful. Anybody else, just put your hand up. Two hands. Put your hands up. Three. Anybody else, you prayed this prayer with me. Put your hand up. Three. Wonderful. God's doing something. Just keep your hand up. Our greeters will come and give you a green bag which has information in it on what you do need to do next. Just put your hand up until you get this back so that our ushers can come and give that to you. So another hand up there, another hand up there, and up in the balcony. Just, just go up there to the balcony as well. Anyone has your hand up? Just We want to come and give you this bag. In this bag is information that will help you grow in this journey with Jesus Christ. What you need to do is to begin to read your Bible. 
Begin to pray. Spend some time in prayer. Read your Bible. Spend some time in prayer. Be part of a good church. You're welcome to come back here and grow in your faith. And there's information in this bag that will teach you how to do this. It's wonderful. At least four or five people put their hands up. Wonderful. Welcome to God's family. Amen. Just so excited. God is doing amazing things. And he's going to continue to do amazing things. Amen. We're just expecting more and more and more people to be gathered into God's kingdom. And to see the power of God being released all across our nation. All across our nation. Amen. Amen. Been getting back some amazing testimonies of people going out and sharing Jesus with others. And it's so wonderful. It's wonderful. Let's close. Let's close. Father, we just thank you even this morning, God, for every life that was touched. And for those who are brought into your kingdom, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. Father, we pray that even as we go from this place, we'll be carriers of the glory of God. That in us and through us, your glory will be seen and revealed everywhere in schools and colleges and the places of work, in our homes, out on the streets. Let the glory of the Lord be seen through your people, Father. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. Thank you for being here this morning. Going to meet again here next Sunday. Bring your friends. Invite as many people as you can. Take those Christmas cards. Give them out to people. Get them in. Let them keep hearing about Jesus Christ. God bless you. Have a great Sunday. We trust that this message was a blessing to you. We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at contact at apcwo.org. Also, visit our website www.apcwo.org for additional resources. Thank you for listening and God bless you.